there is a hot daughter of uh what's her name lisa hunt who is the daughter of there's a photograph of her in, in the book that i was read most of um because we are actually going to be talking today about a son who has long hair had long hair of a conservative and that conservative's name was E. Howard Hunt. Um, quick interjection. I want to say if you Google Lisa Hunt, there's a prominent singer, it looks like. So you can't really get to E. Howard Hunt's daughter as fast okay, as you like. <laughs> Fair enough. She's on here somewhere, I think, but I, it's kind of hard to find. Yeah, he, he had a lot of kids and uh, he's more known for his son. All right. And uh, how, how should we intro this? And the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and Watergate um, and a lot of bad, bad stuff. Professional. How do we how do we intro this? Well, in this day and age, this paranoid moment wherein a lot of current events happen, you know, bad things happen. <laughs> and we ask ourselves, uh, to what extent is the deep state involved? Where do their tendrils lie? Where can they reach? And the only way to know that is by looking into the past and seeing through previous examples, uh, uh, things that we know three-letter organizations have done. We know the FBI uh, had Fred Hampton murdered. We know the CIA had, uh, you know, Guatemala uh, ousted in a coup in the 50s. Um, But what are they up to now? Well, it turns out... uh, if you look to the people who are in charge of these things in the past, because it's the past, uh, they get old and they get old in the modern era where we can find out all their nasty little secrets. And that is what happened to one E. Howard Hunt, former director of the CIA. Is that correct? Was he the director? He was not a director. No, he was a this is actually somewhat important. He was not a top level guy. He liked to think of himself as a top level guy. But the top level guys were all like, <laughs> not him. Um He's like Christopher in The Sopranos. Yeah. So I've been getting more interested in the JFK assassination. I've gone back and forth on this. I when I, of course, at first was the uh, first time I really thought about it was watching the movie JFK as a 13 year old. And like every red blooded American 13 year old boy, I you know took it upon myself, of course, after watching that to after tell ranking JFK's daughters. <laughs> Yeah, it's Caroline. And who else? I'm not on trial here. All right, fine. Uh, I guess I would be ranking which parts of Caroline's body. Never mind. Um, JFK would have ranked women. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. He couldn't stop ranking women. Yeah, he seemed like that type of guy. I rank them all the time. Rank is probably a a fucking dime right there. (laughs) Don't expect the president to uh, talk to a six. (laughs) (laughs) Due to the Cuban Missile Crisis, he sees a woman in a tight skirt and says, get me that broad's name and phone number. Yeah, he Uh, actually named it the Bay of Pigs because he was just in a particularly misogynist mood. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) He saw some of the women down there. Good Lord. Yeah, that's why he didn't want to invade, actually. His words. "These These are the Cuban women. This is what they look like. (laughs) <laughs> you want me to invade this bay of bigs? You there is not me. a long enough pole in the world to keep <laughs> me away from these broads. Um, 
So I've gone back and forth. I was a skeptic for a long time. And lately, over the past couple of years, I've been realizing there's a lot of stuff in the skepticism you kind of miss. Kind of the it's a kind of a vulgar Marxist point of view to to sort of gloss it over and be like, oh yeah, he's an imperialist, which he was. But there are a lot of contradictions within empire and the deep state that we have to be cognizant of and that have real meaning and importance. And especially if you want to do something, uh, as I know I do, like abolish the CIA to create Mm -hmm. an impetus for that, I think it is actually valuable to talk about the JFK assassination because I think it's pretty clear. I don't know this for a fact, but pretty clear that uh, the CIA had something to do with that. Um, I just want to go on record. My official stance on JFK's assassination is that Papa Doc Duvalier killed him with voodoo and the number 22, as we discussed on Halloween. Mm. As came in on the show. I'm willing to entertain your theories, though, Anders. Well, a lot of people say that, like, hey, whoever you think killed JFK, they did. It was everyone and everything uh, all at once. Got him. It was. I think uh, he was murdered in a John Tucker must die style revenge by the women of America. When you said it was everything, everywhere, all at once, did we refer to the movie? Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but are you saying Asian women murdered? (laughs) Wow, he did want to go to Vietnam. Yes, Um, I like all the flavors. (laughs) It's the (laughs) sixties. Fucked up of you, man. You said that. One of these uh, guys who hated Kennedy because and that's what people are talking about, like everybody uh, who wanted to kill Kennedy was probably in on it. There was it was a cabal. It was a lot of people. There are a lot of people who wanted him dead for varying reasons. And one of those people was this guy, E. Howard Hunt, who now uh, we're going to be talking about this man for the rest of the episode. And we just have to get this uh, out of the way up top. Mm-hmm. What? Is the E. You know, I just had that up and I Everett. That's right. Everett. Okay. Um, which super weird way to address yourself with a single E at the front. Yeah. Psycho yeah, shit. It's well, he wanted to sound cooler than he actually was because E. Howard Hunt was actually a spy novelist. He uh, wrote. He actually wrote a book in the 50s, like about um a a shady character named Castro way before a few years before uh, Fidel Castro took had the revolution. Um, but he would write spy novels. He like wanted he was a wannabe Ian Fleming, basically. Right. Ian Fleming, who also was an intelligence uh, agent during the war. Um, sort of the E. Howard Hunt of his time. Not so. Yeah, not so much. But. There's, you know, you'll read stuff about E. Howard Hunt. And they'll be like, well, he was no Ian Fleming. He was a loyal servant of the CIA, basically. Um, his dad was a Republican lawyer. He was from upstate New York and uh, went to Brown. And he uh, served in World War Two and joined the OSS. Wow. They let was- in someone from Brown. Yeah. Must really have been scraping the bottle of the barrel back then. Yeah, it's before it, it became the CIA. So they were a little more lax with their uh right. league of Ivies that they would they'll take a second or third tier Ivy. Why not? Why not? 
but apparently wrote like over 70 books and a lot of them. Yeah. were fiction. Um, but he was really well known during his career for Watergate. He was involved in the Watergate scandal and he was uh, the one who got his son involved in the Watergate scandal. Right. A powerful reputation. And that's the real main character today is not so much E. Howard, but his son, whose name, I kid you not, was St. John Hunt. I don't know why he named him that. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's cooler than being E. I guess so. But that, yeah, it sounds like it's another weird, like he tries to seem cooler than he is. And he wants his kids to have cool names, which don't do that to your children because whatever you think is cool is not going to be cool for them. Just having the first name Saint is very intense. Yeah. That's what they said. You just call him Saint, you know, for short. Yeah. Which is bizarre. And also Saint clearly, you know, rebelled against his father at some point because he became a meth addict, right? Yes. Yeah, very tumultuous relationship between Saint and E. He um, lived one of my greatest fears, which is your dad peer pressuring you into doing a federal crime. <laughs> right. Of course, and, you just pick up a meth pipe and a guitar if that's what's going on at home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that. 